I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, yes, what's going on? Yeah, good. You? Good. Yeah. You going yeah. on well? I'm going on so well, baby. Good, good. Yeah. Big guest today, boy. Oh, yeah, very, very exciting times. Someone that I've actually yeah. worked with that you've never met before, so it's the first time you're meeting them, isn't it? Yeah, so anxious. be on my best behaviour. Yeah, you worried about anything? Nah, not really. It's okay. just well, don't, be myself. Well, no, don't. I was going to say, don't be yourself. Just be... Oh, okay. Just be a version of yourself, like when you're on the first date. Okay, all right. Like when you yeah. force people to like you and then they realise what you're really yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, like a few years in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why am I with him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor women. Or anyone that's met you, in fact. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Gosh. Ah, poor bastards. Yeah. I'm perfect. What? I didn't say anything. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll tell you someone that is saying something once we've asked them questions. It's today's guest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> today's guest is someone very special. Someone who's not only Northern, but also violently oh. talented. Yeah. Wow. Whose talent has brought so much joy to people over the years, as well as being blessed with a gift of comedic timing and being an all-round pleasure to anyone who's ever crossed paths with her professionally. I can't guarantee that for outside the workplace because... Well, I'm not qualified to. Yeah, no, it's not. the multi-talented actor Lisa McGrillis. <laughs> it's the sound of the police. Everyone, get down for I shoot you in the head. And that's KRS-One, <laughs> but that's not our guest. This is nothing more than an intro. Welcome, Lisa. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well indeed. Excuse me if I can't really string a sentence together at the minute. Um, I've got a very brand new baby, Super, and I just haven't. I don't feel like I don't feel like I've slept for about six months. So I'm sorry if I can't speak properly, it which is great for a podcast, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's perfect for podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look glowing and fresh. I'd be like, a thanks, babe. I look, yeah. I look like that now, and I've got, and I have nine hours. <laughs> I look like I've been raving for six months straight at fabric. <laughs> you just like need to embrace makeup. That's what I do. I put I yeah. put makeup on for myself. Yeah, so it's cheating, <laughs> really, isn't it? Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe next time I might pop down to Mac before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the next get, yourself, get yourself a bit of under eye. Yeah. yeah, I need that anyway. Yeah, I've been, I've been <laughs> a bit of under eye cream recently. It's yeah. Have you? Yeah, same. Does I don't think it works. Some, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting some fine lines. Do you yeah. know what does work? Yeah. Botox. Oh, yeah. One, yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah. I'm getting that. I'm getting Botox all over my body as soon as I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how, how old is the, the newest one, the newest addition to the family? My sweet baby daughter. Um, she is <laughs> six, six weeks old. Wow. Okay. But actually, she wow. should only be like three weeks. She came three weeks early. So, um, yeah. So yeah, She got bored. <laughs> she got bored. She was bored in that really like shitty limbo week between Christmas and New Year. Oh, wow. Uh, oh. It does it's get It's a shame, boring. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just needed something to do. So she just sort of, you know, came, I had no idea what day it was or anything. But, yeah, that's when she she arrived on the 28th of December. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah. What, what was it like, man, like being pregnant? Well, first of all, being pregnant in this mad year. And uh, is, does it change anything? Like having to... Yeah, it, it, all that. It does a bit like, well, just because you don't go to any of your your appointments, so they're all on, like, over the phone. I'm like, how do you check the baby's heartbeat on the phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we just need to yeah, guess put it work? on there. Yeah. Put it on. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, so um, that obviously doesn't happen. So um, you just got to hope for the best. Yeah. But you got to avoid, like, those weird classes. I mean, I know this is your oh, second yeah. second time at the party, but... Those yeah. glasses are yeah. horrible. Oh, God. All of that, like, NCT thing. They're just yeah. awkward anyway. But I just imagine people are trying to do those on Zoom, which is horrible, isn't it, anyway? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, yeah, I'm a pro these days, so I don't need to do any of that shit. Yeah, you were ready. Yeah. I'm a, I was ready. Uh, but, yeah, it was quite was weird packed. giving but <laughs> Bag wasn't packed at oh. all because you came early. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I had to sort of, like, do an emergency phone call to my husband and be like, don't forget to pack the massive sanitary towels and, you know, <laughs> and the breast pads. It was just like, what the fuck? I don't know where they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was, and, and you had to wear a mask. Had to, like, you just had to wear a mask really? the whole time. Well, yeah. Which, did you have to wear one? Yes, I did. Ha- but the baby came out the sunroof. So, um, oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, you know, doing the, all the, yeah, with yeah. a mask you, on. You were laid back, numb. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just popping your head around the corner. She all right? <laughs> Just having <Yeah>. a look. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a strange experience going into that sober, you know, getting, yeah. uh, getting, cut, getting cut open and somebody, mm. I just remember them saying, grab a leg, grab the leg. I was like, what the hell? And there was a man with his full weight sort of under my ribs. It was the most bizarre sensation because you obviously can't feel pain. Yeah. But I could feel like this weird tugging and the weight of a, a man sort of just under my ribs. But yeah, it's a, it's very, it's very weird. Very mm. weird. And then, and then no visitors. My little girl, unfortunately, she wasn't very well for the first week. So she was oh. rushed to ne- rushed down to the NICU, like intensive care. And um, so that was really awful because I was in a ward and my husband wasn't allowed to be with me on the ward because of the COVID restrictions. And oh. so it was all very odd. Um, so, yeah. So, Lisa, so like, part yeah. 
obviously uh, being pregnant the whole time. How was that? Did you have like much time to like chill or were you working as well? Nah, well, I had to, well, we did our little thing, didn't we, in like, in the summer? Yeah. Um, was that in the summer? I can't even remember when that was, September, was it? Yeah, 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 it was about September time. Yeah, it's, we did a little pilot that's that... uh, now been mm. Can't talk about that. Yeah, yeah but I can say it's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unbiased, and I would say if it was shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would but be no, really awkward really if you said it was shit, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. no, I watched um, it was shit. But... <laughs> shit. No, I can't oh, believe God, I read that. So... Yeah. But then, like my um, my husband was working in uh, Prague for like three months and he was like locked down in Prague he couldn't get home so um, he yeah that was a nightmare because you know I'm half Czech my family all lives in Prague I could have hooked him up yeah Yeah. submarine (laughs) (laughs) uncle round dropping in bits and bobs yeah Yeah. we can buy you a Russian submarine (laughs) (laughs) mate they flew them back in the end because there was they cancelled all flights and it was two days before Christmas they they had to they had to fly them back on a private jet it's a great story worth it oh yeah (laughs) nice little eight seater yeah I'm like I'll tell anyone that'll listen to that story I'm like yeah he went on a private jet so um, that's sick I'll I'll be in solitary confinement for three months if it meant uh, just one yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but flying back from Prague it only takes about 15 minutes so I feel like that was his yeah. maybe once an opportunity and it was <laughs> a flat. shit flight can we fly via yeah. sort of Africa yeah, yeah. yeah come on fly yeah, low so. for a bit yeah. <laughs> fly as low as you can go definitely <laughs> but he, he, he got back like two days and then and then I thought I'll have three weeks just lying in bed but then the baby came about five days uh, later, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. ruined. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, it's Ron here. Coming back at you like Cleopatra. Um, trying out a new um, catchphrase. But um, yeah, I uh, hope y'all guys enjoy the podcast. And remember, all the links will be down at the bottom. All the recos down at the bottom. And I hope y'all enjoy them. What have you been now looking after the baby while chilling out and looking after it? Are you, have you got have you got any recommendations? You have you watched anything good recently? Have you listened to anything? I, read anything good? I have seen anything. Seen anything? I have watched. Um, I'm, this is not an exaggeration either. I'm going to say two hundred hours worth of Below Deck. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, Hugo keeps telling me to watch that, man. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's on my list. Hugo, the Mediterranean series, that's my favourite. Seen that one? I don't think I have. I've seen series, I believe I've seen series one and two, and then I've I've kind of, like, I really enjoy it, but sometimes just it gets a bit too much for me. Like It, uh, it makes you feel a bit sort of, like, a bit brain fried after a while. Yeah, I feel stupid as well <laughs> because of the constant, like, yeah. coming up, coming up, coming up. <laughs> No, but the thing is, because because you are naturally quite thick, Hugo. Stupid, yeah. 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 (laughs) So high up, it's nice to bring her to a sort of human level. Yeah, yeah. She can sort of be like everyone else for for once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, No, I really need to watch it. Apparently there's some amazing characters in it. Um, It's just, it's very addictive and just like better than watching the news. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. A bit more fun. I've, do you know, I've been, Isn't it? I've been obsessed with, um, and I don't really like to admit this out loud. I mean, I, I watch sort of a foreign French film as well. You uh, pretend you like them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and documentaries, <laughs> you know. And then sometimes I watch uh, Married at First Sight Australia. Yeah. Six. Watching it's, it and watching it right now. It's, oh my God. What, I haven't seen the new series. What episode are you on? I'm up to, actually, I'm only on to episode three. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, there's that awful guy who who is really spiritual. Oh the Namaste my, so, guy. Yeah, he is amazing. All, yeah. And and his and his poor wife. I mean, she looks she's a bit of a nightmare, probably, but oh I feel for her. I know. I know somebody it's some of the matchups just don't make any sense. Like, how did you they're yeah. like, calling the experts and they're like, Yeah, we 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 like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that they definitely know what they're doing. Hundred percent. They are like these are the terrible ones, and <laughs> yeah, have yeah. like three that uh, might work. It gets scandalous, man. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I, I like after the sort of bubbles burst, and it's like, yeah, you like watching it all like apart. each other. Or there's always one that likes the other one more. Yeah, yeah. That Can't dynamic. See. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I just love, I love crap TV like that. That's all. I, I mean, I, I feel like I can't, I don't have the headspace to engage with anything yeah. other than that. Yeah. I just, you know. It feels like it's been a year of like um, psycho murder documentaries and trash TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, I know. My anxiety levels are so high at the minute that I just need something. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, it's true, man. You, yeah, you don't yeah. want to think. It is definitely true. Like even in um, it's quite a sick reference in Euphoria, the girl that has really bad anxiety stays in her room watching it. And this American, she watches UK Love Island every day. But it's true. It's kind of that where you need that space not to think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like escape a bit. Yeah, 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 man. And and yeah. see people that are crazier than your life. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it does make. And yeah. also, you don't need to pay attention. Like yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sort of zone out, think about something for literally half an hour yeah. and you haven't missed anything. Yeah, you haven't at all. You can look on your phone for, a, you could look at Instagram or something for a good half an hour and then come back to it. And if you've missed an episode, it's absolutely fine and no one's going to judge you and yeah. no one's going to say, did you see that bit? Because you're like... Because <laughs> yeah. they can yeah. summarise it in, t- in 10 seconds like they do at the beginning yeah. of every episode. Yeah, the way they edit it is like you're a complete... Like, <laughs> something wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, you are thick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so true, man. I got um, I also got told to watch uh, Ninety Day Fiance recently, so I started that. That's really good. The first <laughs> right. the way you said that, Hugh, actually, you genuinely I'm mean serious. that. Yeah, hard, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I, I think I, I just like saw you well up. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sensitive soul. Yeah, that's why I can't do foreign black and white deep shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it really gets to me. Yeah, yeah. Ask. If you don't ask, boy, you don't get. Ask. So, Lisa, um, where did everything start for you, for you, like uh, acting wise? Like early oh on, God. what were your like influences, and what made you feel like it was even a possibility as well? Um, I think that like I was just really good at it as a kid. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I, I was always like a bit shit at school. Like the classic story of just like rubbish at all of the, you know, the subjects, maths, all of that shit. I just was 
rubbish at but I was always quite good at drama and quite good at art and really good at PE actually mm. yeah really good at PE but anyway I just um ended up sort of going down that route thought I might be a drama teacher or be like a drama therapist yeah, yeah, so nice. um, that's quite something a like that. way of thinking of it as well because you're being more yeah more of a realist as well yeah yeah but also I'm, I'm from Carlisle and they're just like I, I have I was never exposed to like theatre in any way. Like there's not even, a, there's not a theatre or anything or, and so my teachers at school didn't really, know, I didn't know about drama school. I didn't know anything like that existed. So I just, I did like, I went to university, like university in Newcastle and did, um, it was a Mickey Mouse course really in performing arts. It was so shit. Like we, I think we did about eight hours a week. That was it. And then the rest of the time, you know, just getting, pissed up and having a nice time and (laughs) and then and then I got an agent in Newcastle and um she like promised me like a walk-on part in Emmerdale or like she said you know you could be like one of those dead bodies in Steel River Blues or something (laughs) you know you know like I was like and I and so I just worked I was like I am getting paid for this and I ended up doing stuff like loads of really shit um local adverts you know stuff like um selling your home (laughs) I don't know what the big problem is I mean I sold this place in a day you know all of those kind of (laughs) got paid like about 50 pounds for them I was just like this is I'm living the dream if I do 10 of these a month I'll be all right yeah, yeah. But I was get I was getting about like one of those a year, and still sort of living the dream. Well, because um, that, that it's probably worth about five grand. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Or you could buy a house off the back of yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. But then I and then I started doing loads of like um, theatre and education stuff up in Newcastle. So you know, I'd do like tours around schools um, about like um, teaching kids. Uh, to practice safe sex and uh, nice. aim higher, higher, higher education. Just really, you're not done yet, guys. Destroying. Did you did you ever get one of those theatre yeah. companies coming into your school? Yeah. I remember we had one, and the bell rang every day at three thirty, and their play hadn't finished, and it hit three thirty. The bell rang, and literally like ninety five percent of the room just stood up and left. Awful. Do you know these trained actors? I remember getting booed, actually booed. I I haven't even rolled out the condom over the banana yet. (laughs) (laughs) But but also I was like about 22, 23, and going into a school pretending to be a school kid. It was just like really like, oh yeah, yeah. Is this my life? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. More ad work. How did you even like at that point in your life? How did, and also being from where you're from, even get to get with an agent sort of thing? So I um, ended up doing theatre in theatres in Newcastle rather than in schools. So um, I, and I kind of just got quite lucky because I got a part in a play um, that was written by Lee Hall, who wrote Billy Elliot. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and he—it was a play called *The Pitman Painters*, and it's—it was—it started in this theatre called Live Theatre, which is an amazing theatre in Newcastle, and um, it's all—it's a new writing theatre, so it's a bit like the Royal Court or something, but up in Newcastle. Anyway, so this play started up there in this tiny little theatre, probably seats about two hundred people, and um, but because Lee Hall had written it, lots of people were really interested in it, and. Um, 
yeah, and Nick Heitner, who at the time was the artistic director at the National, he he came to see it and was just like, yeah, I want I want to it's transfer to the National Theatre. So suddenly our little play in uh, Newcastle had this stage in London wow. and, and you couldn't get a ticket. So obviously I could then because I didn't do that sort of drama school thing. So I never had a showcase and I never had, you know, yeah. um uh agents sort of access to agents coming to see me in shows yeah yeah so, yeah so then i and then i got a london agent who um was probably not a very good one to be honest for me personally yeah. um but we did the, so the pitman painters it like transferred to broadway and it went on this incredible journey and i did it for about four years like touring around the uk went to broadway for four months and then came back and then ended up just working in theatre in London. So like worked at the Globe and um, did a, a few plays and then got like my first TV gig, which was um, a show called Heaven mm. um, that Jason Cook wrote, um, starring like Vic Reeves played my dad and yeah. Gina McKee played my mum. And right. Vic Reeves is just like, I've never been that starstruck when I met him. I was just... I like grew up on Bang Bang and the smell of Reeves and Mortimer. Like that is just my, yeah. my sort of that's that's the kind of comedy that really is just gets me. So I I couldn't believe that I was working with him. And then we did, so that then got me on telly, I suppose. And I did a couple of series of that. And from then it just sort of became a little bit easier to get in rooms and meet casting directors and get with a better agent. I can't imagine, like, me and Hugo, like, I know I'm speaking, speaking for both of us here, but we can't imagine doing theatre, man. Like, that, that's like hard work. Like, you, have to be, you have to be line for line. And, yeah, like, it's scary. And don't you just do it every single day for like a year? You can't like, yeah. pay off a mistake as a joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we we don't ever know our lines, but it, I just it always fascinates me, man. That the work. Yeah, it's it's very it is very different, and I suppose it takes a certain type of discipline. But it's just like yeah. like it's like when you do out when you do have a script, you learn your lines, and they're there. But with with theatre, you just do it every night for like ages, <laughs> and it's really it's really good fun. The rehearsal process is amazing, and then like opening the show is always quite exciting and quite nerve wracking, and and then it just gets a bit like going to work and it's a bit like Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah I guess when it's like all cemented in your head, you know everything yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The muscle that you're just using, I guess. But it yeah. is exactly. It's a, it, it definitely, I like doing theatre because it really it really scares the shit out of me like sometimes like on like a press night or the first the opening night and how I'm like how sick I feel and how many nervous poos I've done I'm like why am I doing this to myself like this is just I'm actually this is painful I'm so nervous but there's something I don't know whether you get that like when you're performing when you're doing your yeah especially like your, your gigs and stuff like a London headline show, yeah. I, I feel I mean, that all day I'm just, like, not comfortable. The crowd and, and you just... Because a lot of the time it's... Uh, it's like with anything, isn't it? Like, the waiting is, is worse, right? If you're waiting for a job, yeah, yeah. it's worse than when you're actually there. Like, once you're there, you're just letting it all yeah. out. Like yeah. If you've trained, if you, if you practice those lines and you train that muscle, once you're out there... Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, cool. you're good. Yeah. I I like to. I'm a punctual person, but on a London show night, I I would arrive. I push it as late as I think's acceptable, so I don't have to sort of hang about before. Yeah. And let, I think 
like what you explained there, Lisa, is like like those those painful moments. That that's that's more rewarding in the long run because you've actually yeah. you, like, you start, you've conquered this like super anxiety yeah. feeling and like and and you, yours would be a lot more than ours because we know yeah. in that mind that we're allowed to fuck up and we're probably allowed to be a bit drunk when we do it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, nothing to learn. But you're still standing up there doing it though but like it it is like there's something quite addictive about the adrenaline of it and the way it makes you feel after like a drug you're like fucking hell yeah i've just done that and you come off and you're just like whoa like i, I felt every kind of nerve and i felt like my head was going to explode at one point and then you then you walk on stage and you've got to be totally focused it's really it's it's kind of mental that that we can that, that that we can do that but then obviously once that once you've done it for a couple of weeks and then you're just sort of turning up to work and going on it's just yeah you know it just become, becomes like work but I do if I could in an ideal world if I could do one play a year just because I do love it I really love like live theatre I really miss it as well it's it's yeah. um, it's a shame yeah. our industry so fucked and it's just it's really really upsetting yeah yeah man like and 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 this I guess it's a whole different thing isn't it like it's acting but it's a completely different like thing because you're seeing the reaction straight away and you're getting that straight away rather yeah. than you do something yeah. on TV. It's amazing. You have that family, like on a good show anyway, you have that family element and yeah. you throw yourself into that character and you, you feel that, but you don't get that, I don't know, that the, the, uh, the validation. It's reactionary. reactionary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That comes in drips uh, if someone's seen it or whatever, but like, Doing yeah, yeah. Live is completely different, isn't it? And it's like if you, it, I suppose it's a bit like stand up. If if you do stand up, but if you sort of nail the delivery of something, or if if you're both feeling like you're on stage with somebody and you can, and then you're getting the reaction from the audience, and it's so reactionary, and you, and you feel it's it's really satisfying when you get yeah. it right as well. Yeah. Like you have good nights and bad nights, and good audiences and bad audiences, and it's just yeah, it's it's really nice to sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it when it when it when it's on fire and it's working, it's it's the best feeling in the world, really. Yeah, I guess you feel like time doesn't exist a little bit. Like you're not yeah, yeah. checking, going, fucking hell, we got another thirty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's <laughs> Yeah. I've literally given the best bits I've got in me already. I know. And also like with TV, like especially when you do comedy, like which we all do, like you know when you do a rehearsal and the crew laugh and they find it yeah. funny the first time and then and then when you're filming it no one's laughing and you're like god is anyone yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. am i really am i not nailing this anymore because yeah, yeah. No, nobody's even smiling everyone just looks really pissed off because i've done it <laughs> 10 times and i am yeah. i this what i'm doing here is genius come on yeah. <laughs> it gets funnier the more i do it right yeah i'm, I'm yeah. sure <laughs> Like, I was, and it happens that like, when you're uh, when you're like well, I'm going to change this line a little bit to you know like I did like spice we it up. to kind of yeah spice up and throw each other off and make each other laugh or whatever and then um yeah if it's sort of like 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 you say you look around and like <laughs> his watch or whatever that's like, fucking hell that was gold <laughs> oh god someone looking at their watch when you've just done some really brilliant acting you're like. Fuck, <laughs> Can we go and see really put me off? That whispering in the director's ear and it's not creative. <laughs> yeah. No one's laughing at me anymore. I, can't really like, like, I can hear you whispering and I'm acting. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. 
Um, We're losing light. Classic. Yeah, classic, isn't it? I always imagine <laughs> they go they go out with their wife and then they're just going like that with their hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm losing light. Come on. Right, this up. You, we've been in Zara for 25 minutes. Um, <laughs> we're going to lose light and my hunger's going to kick in. <laughs> If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, yo! Yo! Ha-ha! Ha! 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 Will everybody shut the fuck up? Settle down! Settle down! You're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast! UK stand up! The world's greatest! The best there ever was that ever lived! Series 2 out now, motherfucker! Oh gosh! Ha-ha! Are you ready? Check it! Check Are you it! Ready? Check it! Okay, so when you um so when you got on that first TV show, that's like a pretty bit, like, I know you did like little adverts and stuff like that. But it's a pretty solid <laughs> for your first, do you know what I mean? TV show, seeing as you were into that. And like into those people. Um, yeah. I was just always like, how do you get into these shows? How do you do it? Like how, you know, people always just, I used to be like, how do you get in Gavin and Stacey? How do I get a part in one of those shows? You yeah. know, yeah, and yeah. Um, it, it, it's amazing how sometimes just things start to fall into place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that like I'm, I've ticked all those boxes and I've achieved everything that I've wanted to. And I've got, the career that I always dreamed of, but I am working in an industry that I want to be working in. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I am doing comedy shows and that's sort of what I feel like I do best. And, and it's, so I feel, I feel like very lucky to be um, doing the work that I'm doing and working with people who I really like respect and admire. And well, it's thank like, you. thank like, you. You're welcome. It, 
are. It is like your show, though. It's like you got. Didn't you just start yeah. farting around in your bedroom and then, yeah, and then they're like, here, just make a. Why, yeah. why don't you have this money and turn it's it into a TV show? CC talent, they throw money at it. They, they throw it. They have it. <laughs> Take it all. Yeah. Take it all. You ever done anything? No. Well, it's funny enough. Jump on. It's fine. You know? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Have a bit of money. Yeah, Take this so card. On. Enjoy yourself. But that's why. That's why I always ask these questions on here, man. And it, it might sound stupid, but it's like uh, you know. That's why I'm like, how did you get an agent? How did? It? Because we are. Yeah. Like you say, like just being in this industry, and you mm. know, calling it your work and being happy and proud of the work you've done. Is a, is yeah. a blessing and, and like a winning ticket in it. So it's like it's yeah, yeah. Interesting for me because we didn't, we also didn't come in the classic way. Do you know what I mean? So it's always interesting for me yeah. how people, uh, you know, landed the, these these roles or, or but, but it's like you said, it's just like getting yourself in certain positions and, and things falling into place sometimes. But I feel like as well because I didn't sort of have like the conventional drama school like you know I'm not trained I didn't go to the RADA or I didn't go to Lambda and I, and when I first to London I remember sort of being you know at the National Theatre with all of these like were such posh actors you know I was thinking proper actors yeah. and and then working at like Shakespeare's Globe and sort of working with these really trained actors yeah. and I used to be so embarrassed when they were having that chat of like where did you go to drama school and I'd be like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't yeah. but now what is Marado is that a finance company <laughs> drama yeah, school sorry what's that <laughs> I did it I did it at my school <laughs> Yeah. I, I did yeah. lots of tv loads of it and that's sort of but it is though it, yeah. it's it's so and there's a proper snobbery about it especially with i think young graduates who have just come out of it and then i used to be a bit embarrassed like please don't ask me please don't ask me where i went but now i, I love it i love the fact that it wasn't necessarily like a conventional route into it and um yeah it, it, it's but i remember when i first got a job at the globe we were doing much to do about nothing and and we were all sat around, you know, doing the table read like you do. And um, everyone had their versions of the, of the script, you know, the Oxford version and um, or the Cambridge edition. And we had to go around so we knew what editions we had in there. And I remember I had, I don't know if you've ever seen them, No Fear Shakespeare, where it basically um, tells you, uh, like it translates it into English on one side and then Shakespeare on the other side. <laughs> But I felt, I was like, oh my God, as if I've brought this book in to this room. Like, oh, Which one do you have? So... Uh, the dummy version. <laughs> but honest to God, we sat around discussing the play, like picking it apart, working out what like what it all meant. And I was like, mate, I've got it all here in English. Shall I just read it out? Because we could save so much time here. Like someone's done it for us. <laughs> we were sitting there going, uh, I get what they're talking about. Translation. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Got it. It's all here in black and white. Like this is—I don't even need to be at this part of the rehearsal. Um, <laughs> did you ever feel like um, that being from up, like being from up north? Um, I, I've never been in these sort of circles, so it's just what I assume. Like when you explain, you know, these posh trained actors from—I'm assuming down south as well—and uh, did, did your acting ever play a part in anything? I always feel like I never work in my own accent and I don't know whether like I don't know if I sound I don't know whether I've got a, necessarily got a Carlisle accent anymore I probably just sound a little bit generally northern I don't do I sound northern yeah you a bit let's say do I yeah, well yeah. I mean west yeah I am yeah <laughs> um but I never 
I never really work in my own accent. Like I, I, I remember sort of just working, being a Geordie for ages and, and just always working. And, and now ever since filming Mum. Can we have a little Geordie off? Because uh, Hugo does a really good Geordie accent. Uh, no, I don't. I, I just say one thing from Biker Grove. Come on, Go um, on, Hugo, say it. I'm, I'm on now. Uh, is uh, it to do with Spuggy? No, it's um, Jeff, Biker Grove. That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> our race. Our race. Where's, our race. Where's Jeff? Oh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and I'll jump in and do mine. Fucking raining, man. <laughs> raining. freezing, man. Both. It's really, both really solid accents there. Yeah, nice. Can you, little, <laughs> can you do the right example, Linda? Um, e man, pet lamb, woman man, I don't know, Lake. Oh, oh, yeah. I've got no I don't know, Lake man, man, pet. I just, I just, I just always work. Sure, <laughs> e <laughs> e man, oh, uh, yeah. Sick. And then I think ever since doing mum, yeah, now I'm just typecast as like Essex, yeah. And, and I can't. It's it's always been really hard to get away from because I'm like, obviously, I'm like, I could do my I could do my own accent, or I could perhaps try something different. They're like, yeah. no, no, just we, we want you know you're in for this part because you, you do a sort of Essex accent pretty well. But well, now, but people always think that I'm just from Essex. Yeah, that's what I thought when we first met. When we, it was in the um, was it the rehearsal or read for or something, and uh, and I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I thought you were from Essex, and, um, which is obviously what you wanted when you took the accent, so well done. <laughs> but I don't know how, I don't know how, because you both, you've got, both got South London accents. Yeah, sort of, like, I guess, like, like a mish, mishmash. Our generation's a bit weird because we've got, like, we spoke about this, didn't we? Like, I, I guess I've got, like, a little bit of a South London accent. But then, but then there's like people. That it's it kind Seth. of on your circles and the people you hang around with and that. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I'm I'm we- I've got West London. I yeah. think I don't know. I don't you know. do, but can you hear the difference? Because like now, if I have to do a London accent, mine is just always like go to like that, and it's just that's Essex, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't know whether yeah. I can do a South or a West London accent necessarily. Mine's just like very generically Essex I think yeah 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 no for sure but I, I wonder whether like because you're obviously really good at accents um and I wonder whether that's something is that so is that something you just had to basically do out of sort of survival like from the start I don't know my dad my dad's really good at accents my dad my mum and my mum and dad are northern Irish so like I always uh, I don't know but we always do accents like I, I'm desperate to be casting something Irish because I feel like I could really nail it that, that's like that's yeah. my best one northern Irish northern uh, Irish though yeah like, yeah my mum and dad are both northern Irish yeah so I'm like that's what that's that's next on my list. I want to be known as the Northern Irish actress. No, it's a hard hitting, gritty. Hard hitting, yeah. That's what I want. I basically just want to be in Derry Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Derry. <laughs> <laughs> hard hitting, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I I suppose I always like mimicking people. It's that thing of just pretending to be other people yeah. and just just mimicking accents is just something that I just can tune into them quite well. I think. I remember as a kid being in Northern Ireland and. Um, let's say my granddad was asleep in the living room and my little nephew came in and went who's that wee man in the living room and I was like <laughs> I'd never tried to do the accent before and I went in and I saw it was my granddad and I was like that's your great granddad and, and in my head wee I was man. like wee man I just thought it was like a little boy and then after that I just couldn't stop going who's that wee man 
Who's that, boy, man? Yeah. My, 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 my go-to word is um for Northern Irish is rubber dangy. <laughs> rubber dangy. Wow. Yeah. Rubber dangy. That's it. Hugo. Hugo. Yeah, that's what they call me. Yeah, really. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yeah. What Hugo. About, what about power shower? Power shower. And um carry out. Well, I'm gonna go shop you carry carry out. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Who goes really good at the Northern Irish accent singer? It good. used to be you two as a two-hander in something about the troubles in uh in Belfast. I sure yeah. it's swear to God, imagine we could be cast together. Lisa McGrillis and Hugo Hugo. Hugo playing himself. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Take our trousers down. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I first saw you. Well, I guess more like knowingly saw you and took notice of you, probably in in the role in Mum. So, uh, how did that come about? And what was the what's the process like on that, man? Because I remember you telling me. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. That was sort of like one of those jobs, you know, when they come in and you're like, oh, God, oh, I really want this one. Because I was a massive fan of... Uh, I'd just been doing a play, basically, at um, the Royal Court with Russell Tovey. And he obviously did um, Him and Her. So I um, I loved Him and Her. I was like a massive fan. So I was doing this play with him. And then Stefan, the writer, and Richard Laxton, who directed um, Him and Her, they came to see the play. And um, I met them after and I was like, you know fangirl in them and uh it was probably about a year later that I got a call saying this this thing's come up um will you go in and read for it and I was like oh my god yes 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 so I went in and it said to do it in your own accent and the way Stefan writes is I mean he 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 writes dialogue it just how he speaks how people speak so all of the it's sort of on paper it's so specifically from where he is from that it just didn't work in my accent. Um, so I, I I kind of went in and I thought, I'm not nailing this, but they've, they've asked for it in my own accent. And in the, at the end of it, I went, it just sort of doesn't feel right in my accent. Where's he setting it? And he was like, you know, it, it's all weirdly around where I live um, in East London and uh, East, East London, Essex borders. So he, he was like, go away and practice it in an Essex accent, go away for a couple of days and then come back in and do it. And I was like, wow, okay, that's amazing. He didn't put me on the spot and he didn't say, right, do it now. Can you do an Essex accent? And I was like, yeah, I could do that. He went, no, go home and nail it properly. Um, And my mate, one of my best mates is from Leytonstone. And, you know, so I chatted to her a lot about it and she sort of really helped me with it. And then I went back in and it just felt, it was, it's very organically, that accent was so right for it. And yeah, so I I did it and um, got offered the part to make the pilot. And uh, obviously working with Dame Leslie Manville, who's just like, again, an, another hero. She's just like next level. Yeah. Um, and we made a pilot and it, it sort of felt, when we were making it, we were just like, this feels like it could be really special. And it, it, and it was Kelly, the part is a gift really because she's so funny but it is so it's all on the page like the way Stefan writes and the way he wants the show to be like you don't move away from the script at all I know like with you guys like you do loads of improvisation and it's it's very loose isn't it which is 
so perfect for the way you work but for the way Stefan works it's every comma every full stop if he's written yeah you say yeah you don't write yeah you don't say yes it's like you have to say it exactly as, as it's written on the page which is a bit like theatre in a way that yeah, exactly yeah you have that training ground but you know why it's so surprising like I know shows do that but it's so like I love mum it's an amazing show yeah. and I really love comedies that make me feel like I'm watching something real and it feel, the conversation feels so real and like natural that it doesn't feel like, you know what I mean? Like it almost feels like there must've been a lot of improv there. I remember watching him and her and there was some, and I thought, oh, that's really interesting little detail. I can't remember what she did. She did something really like, she sat down and then she wasn't comfortable. So she put a pillow down and she sat on a pillow, like just a little tiny detail like that. But that with Stefan, the way he does it, like every single thing is written. So with my cat character, she's always eating or she's always smell, she smells everything. And um, he's written all of those beats, like every, so it, it's all on the page, yeah. which can be quite exhausting because obviously you need to own the character, but at the same time, you are serving the script. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, well, there's, which there's is no, quite it. So is there no, like, I kind of thought my character would do this to a bit. Yeah, <laughs> but, nah. yeah. And I was like, would it, it might be quite funny it might be quite funny if she said this and, and he would and Stefan and Rich, they would go, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, but no. <laughs> I like I like your idea, but no, mine is better. And and obviously, I think he's a I actually think he's a genius because I feel like those scripts should be published so people can read them and they can you could you could follow the script and watch the show and it would all be it's it's all on the page. Yeah. So really, I feel like with with Kelly, um, as much as I don't like, I suppose I bought my my myself to to the part as well. But um, it, it it was like I was handed this gift of a part in yeah. in some ways. So it, that was one of those jobs that was yeah. I'll probably never do anything quite like it again because of um, how regiment, regimented it is, it, it, and it's not exactly the most organic way of working because you do own the character to a certain extent but you don't because yeah I, I feel like the mastermind behind it is is Stefan but it was a, a dream job and like one of those things like I think you said earlier about you know if you were doing one of those lovely tv shows probably like people just do nothing where you become like a family yeah and sure. that show is it's all filmed in in a house so you never leave so the only characters in the show are the the sort of you know the eight core cast yeah. and we, we're still all such brilliant friends like we we like do zooms together and and just they're all they're such lovely people yeah, like, but also people. just masters yeah. peter mullen peter yeah. mullen is in he's in fucking ozark and you just like and then he comes and does a part like um michael in mum and it's just like yeah, no, you're, and you're right about it. It's so interesting, man, because like writing something that's all just based in just a house and you never leave that house, that's really that's a really hard task to not feel claustrophobic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember the first time I watched it and yeah. I think I was chatting to Steve about it. Because if someone suggested that, you'd be like, I don't know, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, like for a yeah. good comedy, I'm talking about for something that actually makes you want to be there and it's funny. Not just like a classic laughter track sitcom. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's an amazing piece of work, man. Because you you don't even feel like they're stuck in this house. It, it just it, there's just yeah. 
going on, do you know what I mean, in little pockets of the house. Yeah. Season, man. But yeah, it's a sick show. And then how did, uh, so you worked with our good friend Tom Davis that's been a uh, uh, before. Shout out Tom and, and James as well, James Fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you worked on King Gary. Yeah, that that was, I, I am such a massive fan of Tom. Tom. He's, he's, he's just, but he's just like one of those people that walks into a room He's got an amazing energy, hasn't he? He yeah, just sort of yeah, he, yeah. he like he lights up a room and you sort of and commands a room without without he even does, opening yeah. his, opening his mouth. Yeah, it's true, man. And he's and yeah. he's six stories as well. He's a six amazing storyteller. Story yeah, yeah. Amazing storyteller. And if, if either of you worked with him in an acting capacity. Yeah, so yeah. I did um I did a short film with him. That's uh, no one's really seen, but it was it was good because we'd always kind of wanted to work together, and so this was our first little taste of it. And then we did a taster with me, Hugo, Steve, and him for this show that has now been commissioned for Channel Four with James Defron, uh directing it. So yeah, we did a taster then. Can I? Okay. Can I be in it, please? Please, can I be in it? Please, can I be in it? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's not a bad shout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do, I do a really, I do a really good Northern Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can't really say much about it, but um, it could be a little. We actually had a character that's from. I think she might Come be on. Northern Ireland or Scottish, something like that. You know, you can flare it up <laughs> in the way. Yeah, it's close. That could work. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, like, yeah, so yeah, we know what it's like to work with him, man. It's a pleasure to yeah. work. And James as well is so uh, like up for, you know, creative collaboration as well, like with that. Yeah. That's the best out of them. And I like their relationship, the way they work together, which again is similarly like you guys, that, that they're like sc- friends from school, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. There's that energy there, that good energy. It's sick. Yeah. It's brilliant. So I, uh, I, I, yeah, I went in and read f- for them. Um, it was after my, my one and only time probably ever at the BAFTAs, but um, we were, like, mum was up for some awards. Like, it was yeah. up for about five awards at the, the BAFTAs. Didn't win one, not one. Anyway, but we won't talk about that. But um, it's really, the BAFTAs are, like, so boring, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I need a piss every 15 minutes in life. Uh, so... Like I kept running to the awful. I think people was thinking that uh, uh, you're doing a bit of cocaine. Yeah, like I'm all <laughs> honestly, I've got a weak bladder, man. And yeah. Then, <laughs> just before one year, we were up as well. And it was just before our category, and um, and the security guard wouldn't let me back in the building. He's like, no, because they're just about to do a category. I was like, no, no, I'm in it. And then, <laughs> I had to wait there like like <laughs> a minute and then like ran back in. <laughs> but I uh, like ended up we all like because you're so hungry and so thirsty yeah. after the you then like just neck, neck loads of wine, don't you? And I got really like really pissed. We all did got got because we were all a bit like God bullshit. We didn't win anything, so yeah, we all yeah. just got really drunk. And um, but in the morning I had uh, my audition for King Gary. Oh Oof. wow, fuck it up. I think it sort of worked for. For the character. Mad K. I left like all of my face eyelashes on. I didn't really wash my face, so I looked at it, looked a bit needs a wash and sort of went in. And K, K's a bit, Mad K's a bit sk- skanky anyway. So I was like, I'm going to use this. But yeah, I just walked, I walked in and met them both and was like, oh, this is, I, lo- I just like them straight away, you know, it's it was like vibe. awesome. 
Yeah. yeah they're, they're sick guys, man. That's a good bit of yeah. advice, Ron. If you want to get a role, just get battered the night before. <laughs> 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 okay, sick. Um, then what, what do you feel like the future holds at the moment, man? Like, I guess... The, I feel like the TV, the TV industry getting back into just socially distanced filming. Yeah, right. Yeah, it feels like there's stuff happening. I mean, I'm starting King Gary on Monday for five weeks, so that'll be nice. good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. But I'm also like a bit like, oh my god, just because I'm not getting any sleep at the minute. As I'm sure you remember, Hugo from yeah those early days. Oh well, my you'll god, enjoy so, filming though. Yeah, it, exactly. At least you'll get a sort of solid. You know, you won't get disturbed. You might get a few. You might get a few phone calls. Few phone calls. It's more the it's more the milking situation. That I've just it's really annoying because I'm because I'm like breastfeeding. So I've got you've got to like oh, okay. express every two every like two hours. So have you got a stockpile for when you go? I've got. Fortunately, I've got a lot of milk. I'm like a cow. I'm like a really milky dairy cow. Oh, Lisa, you get. That's my nickname, old milky tits, um, which is amazing in a lot of ways. But also, like, Mad Kay's going to look like she's had some sort of weird boob job. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so in, in uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm glad we're not doing this podcast next week because I might be a bit like not being able to speak properly by then. Yeah. But we'll see. It's, fu- it's funny. It's like in our industry, and I certainly feel like this as a woman, um, that you're, we're so replaceable. Do you know what I mean? If, if I can't do the job, they'll just give it to somebody else who's funny. Mm. You know, there's there's plenty of brilliant actors out there who uh, are very um, capable, if not more capable than I am. So that's, I'm like, if I don't... That's where you're going wrong, Lisa. <laughs> our book and realise that you are better than everyone else and people are... I know! <laughs> Why don't people just... That's it. Why don't they just know that I'm the best one for the yeah. job all the time? Yeah. Like, give me a month off, mate. Give yeah. me a month off. Yeah. Fuck it hell. Uh, yeah, that's sweet then. We're meant to be doing our thing, hopefully. That that secret yeah, thing that we're we're meant to be doing. Our little secret thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our secret special thing that we're doing. Yeah, um, yeah documentary about dogging. <laughs> you both, you both dogging. take it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm quite hesitant now. I'm in a car park full of men. <laughs> right, Lisa, um, a question we ask all our guests. Um, oh, and God. For me, it's like one of the most important parts of the show. Wow, DJ Ostrich, why you stopped the show? Well, I'll tell you, bro, this is the most important part. It's the question everybody wants to know. No, it is not what is your favourite jean fit. No, it is not what is your favourite size inch television. It's what is your favourite sandwich? What is your favourite sandwich? Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. No. It tells a lot about a person. God, I mean... <laughs> oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. So it's like, it's she, like... Lisa's shown us a, a, um, a plate with some crusts on it. She's just bodied a whole sandwich. You see? Yeah. Can you see what, what's on the plate? It's I a basic. Partial. Bit, bit, of, it's uh, partial. bit of rocket floating about there. Bit of oh, yeah. There is a bit of rocket, but yeah. it's a basic cheese and Brunson pickle. Ooh. Sandwich. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know if that's wrong. my favourite though. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my favourite sandwich is probably a tuna melt. 
Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah, but they're great. Interesting. Very interesting. What does that say about me, though, that I'm fishy? Yeah, a little bit. And so, <laughs> fishy and Simple that. pleasures. Do you think it, no, yeah, it speaks volumes about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It what does the sandwich say about you that you're fishy? <laughs> <laughs> no, and and uh, melt is toasted, isn't it? So, like, sort of crispy. Says you're a bit crispy. <laughs> Fishy, crispy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> smelly and warm. <laughs> I'm a bit wow. <laughs> wow. No, no, she's, I respect that. I respect on, on the nose, she's definitely fishy, cheesy and crusty. <laughs> Do you know what it says about you? Wow. It says that you are not scared to be yourself and that is all we can ask for. Thank you. Yeah. Namaste. And then another part of the show, this is the last part and, and actually probably the most important part is... You've got to ask us three questions each. The three questions. Three questions. Okay. So I'll start with you, Super. Good job there. Um, who out of the people just do nothing cast do you think is funniest? Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a killer. Jesus. Okay. So I'm going to be. Just say, Hugh, just say Hugo because he's there. Well, yeah. actually, the answer is Hugo, but I need to oh. be political with this, yeah? Um, they're Thanks. all hilarious and they're all funny. Um, and, you know, like, I've never met a bunch of people as funny as them, you know what I mean? I'm so lucky. But I'd say Hugo only because Hugo out of the group, we had a one-on-one friendship before he introduced me to the rest of Do you know what I mean? So that Hugo was, like, the common yeah, denominator. Yeah. So... Because of that, we've always had an extra little thing there that that is that we kind of get each other's comedy. Do you know what I mean, even though we all do, but maybe that's why he yeah. has put in my heart. And I love watching Beats. Like Beats is my favorite character. Like I've always said that, and I love. I lo- so him. funny. I love him because he doesn't. He's probably the furthest from his lines in the show, and that's and and because of that, he's always putting something new in there, and he's just cutting. It's just coming off the head out of nowhere, and you and sometimes you won't even notice it, and you watch it back, and you're like, wow, like, and I'm just in bits. So you just like, yeah, like, thank you, sir. The relationship you have with oh, your stepson, have a good day. You're not- yeah, great, yeah. I love him. I love him in real life. It is just the most perfect relationship. It's so funny. Right. So if I just got right, another question. Um, actually, I only sort of said that to put you on the spot then. I just thought you were going to say Hugo because he was here. Oh, but... do you know what? Okay, okay. So maybe it can be the same question. Now we can put Hugo on the spot. <laughs> yeah, Who's okay, Hugo. Who is, who do you think, who, who do you think's funniest? <laughs> uh, yeah, similar answer to Sipa, really. Like, I've never met any other people that have um, made me laugh or that I find, you know, like we all kind of understand each other's references and jokes and and there's a competitive angle, I think, from all of us with sort of who can be the most ridiculous. But I would say, I think that our references and our interests are super similar. So Sipa as well. Are you about to cry? Yeah. God, I was going to say, I could see tears in your eyes, Sipa. I'm just welling up looking at him. Uh, no, I'm just knackered. <laughs> just really tired. Yeah, been up at five. <laughs> so it's been two years of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, question two, Lisa. Okay, question two. Um, who is the most famous person you've ever met? That's good. In good. your mind? Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Have... Sometimes the question is like, who's your most famous friend or who's, you've had a no. situation. Like, I don't really, like, and I haven't had any situations. So 
Met is good. So Met for me would probably be Post Malone. Oh, Post Malone because he's massive in America and worldwide. Yeah. Or oh fucking hell. Okay, top three then. Post Malone, Ed Sheeran, Ricky Gervais. Oh wow, you met Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Is a good one. That is amazing. Yeah. I wasn't there. Did you speak to him? I'm not saying you liked me or had a conversation with him, but I met him. <laughs> That's a good one. Who's yours? Ed, what about you? Um, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Uh, Alicia Keys. Yeah. That's um, why? Yeah. I mean, she would never remember me, but I spent half a day with her. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Post Malone. Yeah, that's a strong lineup. To be fair. All right. Question. Question three, Lisa. What's the best restaurant in London that you've been to? Because you're a bit of a foodie, aren't you, Super? Yeah, man. I'm into. I'm into food. Um, there's so many. So what I'm going to do is is shout out something that's close to like as in like close to my heart because my friend owns it and it's amazing food uh black axe mangal mm. shout out me tin and he's an amazing chef how's that it's in uh highbury and islington sort of area what kind of food is it it's like a bit of everything really it's like the menu's always changing and he's got this sick like kind of pizza oven type thing that he makes his meats in and yeah he's just a bit of a genius. oh wow yeah, he used to be the head chef at St. John's and like worked his way up through that. And I feel like that wasn't like that. I feel like that was a bit of a cop out question, but um, I do, I, I do want that recommendation. So I'm yeah. going to ask Hugo a different question. Okay. Hugo, like, what's the best lie you've ever told? Ooh. Oh God, there's so many. <laughs> Is there a good lie that's got you Where, out of a really gonna... situation? Well, I, I can say one that I tried and failed which was a big big lie as well um, I was working at Waitrose in the fruit and veg department I was like 18 and I just I wanted to go home I just didn't really want to work that day and so I thought ah, this is a good excuse and I went to the boss oh god my sister's been hit by a car <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And and they were like, okay. And I was like, yeah, she's gone to Ealing Hospital. I'm going to have to go. And they were like, mm. the thing is, your shift <laughs> finishes at three. It's like 10, 10 a.m. So, you know, you can leave at three. And I was like, mm, yeah, really bad way. So probably going to go now. She's been severed in half. And then I went upstairs to go and I remember just being like, fucking hell, like that excuse didn't even work. That lie didn't work. <laughs> like, I came back down like, it's cool, I spoke to my mum, I'll stay till three, apparently she's all right. <laughs> so bad. That's really good. <laughs> oh man, uh, on that Thank note, Lisa, you. you've been an amazing guest. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. The last question we ask all our guests all is, right. are you now our new best friend? Well, I'd like to think so. I think I, I think I'll be much closer to you once I'm in your new Channel Four series that you've had commissioned. Uh, um, yeah, play my Northern Irish character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like we can really can cement our our friendship then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You're sort of breaking up, so I can't really hear you anymore. Um, I'm gonna have to go, Lisa. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> My internet's slowing down. <laughs> no, thanks so much, Lisa, man. Really yeah, appreciate thank you. it. You're an amazing guest. Oh, it's been lovely chatting to you both. This is the outro. See you later. And good luck. Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy. Whoa! And there you have it. This is the outro.
How you feeling, Another baby boy? Instant classic. Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, good, man. Yeah. That was we great. Just, we just shit him at this point, innit? Oh, instant yeah. Classic. We just literally yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah easy money. Especially, especially with someone as lovely and charming as Lisa. It was amazing. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on. If you're listening back, yeah. you're probably not. But, probably um, not, no. But, but thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. You should check out her work. Uh, check out Mum. Amazing series. Might still be on the iPlayer. Uh, and uh, King Gary, of course. I know she's oh, currently yeah. going into film season two of King Gary. And also, you will see her gracing your screens alongside me with some beautiful magic that we make together. Hugo, if you're lucky, I'll let you come down to the set one day if you like. Yeah, man, that'd be great. I'd love that. <laughs> come down free lunch bit, catering. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, nice. Get me a yeah. car and I'm there, boy. Big time. I've been. Oh, Alan Mustafa. And you've been. Hugo Chegwin. Exactly. And we've been. Chatting shit. No, the Chatting Shit Brothers. The Chatting Shit Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long. It's a long phrase. Yeah, exactly. All right, shout out all the shit munchers. We love you. We want to be you. See you later. Bless. Shout the sound. Oh, yeah. Also, we forgot to say that uh, you lot must like and subscribe as well, apparently. Yeah, yeah. just click just click just on click it. On it's on real it. easy. Yeah, lift your finger, yeah. drop it when you see the like or subscribe Done. it. Done. All right? Done. Yeah. Also, follow us on Instagram uh, and our new Twitch account because we will be doing live episodes on Twitch every now and then. So keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Both of them are the chatting shit podcast that's the chatting shit podcast all right so follow us on both of them and also if you've got any questions anything you want us to talk about uh hit us up on the email that's chatting shit one at gmail.com nice one sweet yeah yeah see you later see ya hey yo will everyone shut the fuck up I want to give a crazy, stupid, dope fly shout out to everyone involved in this podcast. No, fuck that. Who's the brain that produces this show, man? Man like Rupert Magending. And who's the audio editor? James Torrance, check it. house. Who's the video editor? Ha ha, James Lord. And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alice and the Ink. Mad on the visuals, bruh. Shout out all the posse down at ACAS Laboratory. Hip-hop, hip-hop. Am I right, hustler? You're not wrong, Playboy Valentino. 